Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it! Oh yeah, my name is Nigel. Jerry Lopez at Indie Spanglish on Twitter X is my co-host today filling in for Hammer. Jerry, it was a big, 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 big day for illegal immigrants crossing over into this country. And I know we've started this segment off uh, kind of the same topic a few days this week, but it is the most important issue in America right now. 12,600 illegal immigrants encountered at the southern border over the past 24 hours. A new track record! Highest single-day total ever. Here's, uh, Fox News' Bill Malugan. Is it Bill Malugan or Bill Malugan? I hear it pronounced both ways. But here, here he is. He's been covering the border for, for a year, uh, for months, and if not years, and he said he's never seen it this bad. And the numbers just keep getting worse. Those 12,600 encounters you mentioned, that is the highest single-day total ever recorded, beating the previous record just a couple of weeks ago. And Eagle Pass is just getting completely overrun. Take a look at this video. Uh, a contact on the ground there sent us last night thousands upon thousands of migrants camped out waiting uh, to be processed by Border Patrol. I can tell you I spent hundreds of days in Eagle Pass over the last couple of years. I've never seen the situation that bad there, uh, and it is still going on this morning. Take a live look at our Fox News drone over Eagle Pass right now. You can see masses of migrants still camped out there waiting for Border Patrol uh, to take custody of... And uh, when they say process, they mean, what happens after the processing, Jerry? So, so I think in a lot of these cases, people are just getting phones and a court date and saying show up, and then it's kind of incumbent on them to show back a up. court date for when yeah. and how long? Don't know. the question, and some of them have court dates that have been documented as long as four years later. Yeah. That's what's going on, and the bad part is... And we're filling up our so- courts with this, night. Like, our courts are just... There's 12,600. Let's assume 12... 12,600 people got court dates. That was just one day. <laughs> it's a record day. And the thing I feel sorry for these people that are here, they're getting bamboozled, not only by the Biden administration, but by the cartels. They are being told, come on over. You'll be able to stay. We'll get you free health care. We'll get you a place. Uh, you know, we'll get you a job. Lots of places. I know in Boston, they're looking at legislation and letting illegal immigrants vote. Well, that's the um, ultimate. I think that's the ultimate end game is to get them in here, get votes, and then try to get these people hooked to the system. And now you have more Democratic voters. Does let me ask you this: Does Joe Biden and his administration really want to challenge te- Texas? And I'll, ask, I'll, I'll tell you what I mean by that. Listen to this: Governor Greg Abbott yesterday approved these like these sweeping new powers that allow police to actually arrest migrants who le- illegally cross the border and then give local judges authority to order them to leave the country if they don't leave the country they get a much harsher penalty and sentence like years in prison um he predicted the number of people crossing illegally into texas would drop well over 50 to 75 percent 
This is a big bill, and it's been tried before in Arizona. They called it the... Show me your papers. Was it the show me like your papers bill? They always give us some rude name, right? The well, show, show me your, your papers pa- is, you know, Nazi Germany. Show right, me your papers. Right. So they think they passed this bill, and police officers are just going to randomly walk up to someone that looks Hispanic and say, Let me see your driver's license. Let me see if you're here illegally. No, what, what? You can't do that. What the, yeah, you're not allowed to do that. What this does is if you get busted for DUI, if you get busted breaking into a car, doing anything illegal, then they can ask for yeah. your papers. Then they could put you in front of a uh, special court appointment. But don't they ask us for our papers if we get course, busted? Of doing, course they do. Show me your identification. That's that's your papers, right? But this is, but, but you know this is going to get fought by the Biden. Well, of course. But there's there's two parts that are really big in this. So Senate Bill Three and Senate Bill Four. Senate Bill Three earmarks 1.54 billion dollars to continue building the wall. And Senate Bill 4 now makes it a crime, used to be two years, now up to 10 years for operating a stash house or for for, mm. for smuggling people. I think both those are great. Is it tied to money for Ukraine? Well, probably. So, But, but this will be fought 100% uh, by the federal court. But, but does Biden administration, do they really want to fight this? I think they do. Well, Biden because might not Biden's want to, but the numbers that are all-time lows right now, and... Illegal immigration is a big reason why. Yeah. I mean, that's on a lot of Democrats' minds. Even Fetterman is talking about it. <laughs> Fetterman, yes, is, is talking about illegal immigration. So I believe that if Democrats don't get tougher on illegal immigration, they're going to pay, pay a, a steep price at the ballot box. And I think Fetterman, Fetterman of all people, knows that. Here is Lieutenant Chris Oliveres with the Texas Department of Public Safety describing how this law that Governor Abbott just signed will help keep people in Texas safer. Typically, you have to have consent from an owner or mm-hmm. authorization from an owner to be on that property and make those arrests. Now, we have that much broader authority now, give us a much wider scope to make these arrests for illegal entries. Also prevents also prevents the re-entry part of it. So it's, again, you can't just walk up to somebody and say, hey, show me your driver's license. You know, it's that's that's not the way it works. In but that's country. how they push these bills, right? Remember exactly. the do, don't say gay bill never said don't say gay in Florida. Of course. The show me your papers bill in Arizona did not allow for any police officer to walk up to somebody look Hispanic and say, show me your papers. But what it did allow for is to arrest somebody who was breaking the law and say, oh, hey, we can drop you back across the border right now or we can turn around and charge you with a very. Um, you know, harsher penalties, which will put you in jail for several years. And uh, in other uh, news, radical leftist Chicago mayor, you know this guy, Brandon Johnson. Oh, yeah. He's mad that his sanctuary city is being used as a sanctuary city. The issue is not just how we respond in the city of Chicago. It's the fact that we have a governor a governor, an elected official in the state of Texas that is placing families on buses without shoes, cold, wet, tired, hungry, afraid, traumatized, and then they come to the city of Chicago where we have homelessness, we have mental health clinics that have been shut down and closed, you have people who are seeking employment. The the governor of Texas needs to take a look in the mirror of the chaos that he is causing for this country. This is not just a Chicago dynamic. He is attacking our country. You know, at least we played the audio yesterday of uh, Mayor Adams of New York City 
saying, no, this is a federal problem. This is a this is a failure on the federal level. I think just my opinion here, Mr. Jerry Lopez, the mayor of Chicago's anger is slightly displaced. And as a matter of fact, I actually fixed the clip for you here. The issue is not just how we respond in the city of Chicago. It's the fact that we have a president. A president, an elected official, and then they come to the city of Chicago where we have homelessness, we have mental health clinics that have been shut down and closed, you have people who are seeking employment. The, the president of the United States needs to take a look in the mirror <laughs> of the chaos that he is causing for this country. Uh, I fixed it for you. Definitely fixed it. There. I don't ever hear any of these mayors talking about voting people out or, uh, you know, you can change the laws by simply voting new leadership in. You know, a quick note, this was also another mayor that ran on his city being a sanctuary city, yes. along with Mayor Adams, now complaining that his city's a sanctuary city. When he was elected, he signed five uh, executive orders and one of them was to establish a deputy mayor for immigrant, migrant, and refugee rights. This is the bed that he's made. Now it's time to sleep in it. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. to the Hammer and Nigel Show. That's Jerry Lopez filling in for Hammer. I'm Nigel. I think we've all heard from time to time rumors, innuendo about the working conditions at Amazon. People uh, complain about how long their hours are, how long they have to like sit there and stay at their station, their time, their, mon- their bathroom breaks are monitored. I had a buddy of mine actually lost his job a couple of years ago and went to Amazon to work there. Probably, I don't know, maybe six months. They had a great experience there uh, over there. It's one in Whitetown, I believe. But when you have a company like Amazon, Jerry, that is in three months, ending September 30th, brought in $143 billion in revenue. When you have that size of company, you're going to have complaints sure. here and there. Sure. You're going to have problems, right? Yeah. Uh, Amazon has had to apologize to any offended employees after they put out a flyer urging struggling workers to write to a mascot. You know anything about this? So they have this mascot. What's it? Like like a lot of companies, they want to just kind of get in touch with their employees, and and they put out this letter that featured their mascot on the bottom. Um, basically saying, hey, if uh, their mascot, his name is uh, Pessy Percy. A little orange guy. Yeah, yeah, the orange guy. Right. So uh, please write a letter to our mascot and let him know your financial hardships. And if you wrote the saddest letter, well, we may just help you. <laughs> is this and this thing is is for real? This because is real. Amazon. This is we only found out about because workers complained. 
And if your story's real, only if your story's real sad are we going to yeah, help you. But the mascot will determine if your story is sad. And you might as well write to Santa. I mean, you might as well, if you're a Pacer employee, please write to Boomer. And if you're, <laughs> <laughs> like, how disrespectful. <laughs> if you're a WIBC employee, please write to Tony Katz. <laughs> tell him how bad your life is. And so when reached for comment, Amazon spokesman told Fox News Digital this was a well-intentioned holiday-giving initiative that received a lot of positive feedback from employees. However, our team is aware of the potential negative perception it created and apologize to anyone who may have been offended. So my question is, was the intent here truly to help somebody? I mean, I mean may- maybe, but how embarrassing. It's like, uh, so my kids are writing letters to Santa, and I'm writing letters to the Amazon mascot? That's that's exactly it. So it couldn't have been the fact that they weren't going to help people out. No. They just came up with a fun, creative way to help somebody that's, that's down in, on their that's luck. That's doing so bad they want to write a letter. <laughs> and then you're humiliated, grabbing a piece of paper and writing to Percy or Pessy or whatever the that is, dear fake mascot of the company that makes billions of dollars. Now, I mean, man, I, Amazon workers, I'm telling you, they work their ass off, though, man. I see them all over the place. Seventeen to twenty-eight dollars per hour. I knew, I, I know my buddy who is the, uh, the Justin, the official uh, mailman of the uh, Hammer and Nigel show. The, the Amazon does a lot of work with the postal service. They dump a lot of stuff on them, so that's why you see a lot of um, U.S. Postal Service. Uh, cars out on the weekends, like on Sundays when they're not normally out. But man, look at these profits. And man, I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm not saying they don't deserve it. Uh, but they, the company tripled its profits to 9.9 billion in the most recent quarter. And it says ending September 30th. Right while, now is their busiest time. I want yeah, to see their profits exactly, after Christmas. Exactly, it's unbelievable. And you've been known to. To take advantage of Amazon services from time to time, right? I did sir? once. Can, can you can I can you let me live, Nige? You, hey, you yeah, made me feel it, bad it, for not having anything, and then I go do it, and now you make me feel bad for who I use. Did you? Um, is the the, the significant other? Is we, she taken care? We of? We are done. She was taken care of first. Do you guys are are you the kind of couple? That say, hey, look, just one or two things, and that's it. We say, don't get anything, but you better show up with something. Exactly. We're that couple. Exactly. I don't want anything. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is a, it's a trap. This is a trap. Um, who does all the, the rapping? I do the rapping. Really? Yeah. I'm the yeah. world's worst rapper. Well, I it suck too, like but a, I rap. It looks like yeah. I, I did it with one arm and one foot. I, it's kind of like, for me, it's kind of like bowling. I hit my good zone there in the middle, and then the drink that I'm having catches up, and the rapping just gets progressively worse. Let's ask Allison. You, I, I feel like all females are great Christmas rappers. I think it's all about the details and, you know, using more than one piece of tape. <laughs> what, what, like, what possible <laughs> details? Just like, you know, you got to fold it, the, the yeah, crease Yeah, fold it. Extra. Don't rip it, you know. Take your time. I think a lot of people just like to rush through it. They want to get it done. The people that not only wrap the Or just put it in a bag. The the bag option is obviously, you know, the one to go Not a Walmart bag, but like a gift bag. That's what what Santa does at my mom's house. The big (laughs) present bags now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those are cool. Okay. Here uh, are the top things you're doing that annoy your coworkers. In a recent survey, 3,500 people were asked about their biggest office pet peeves. TikTokers, TikTok, uh, uh, you know, 
when you're engaging in dance challenges and lip sync battles in the middle of the office could be major distractions. Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> Maybe consider being a little more professional before pulling out your phone at work. I mean, I know sometimes you work in an environment where it's a professional environment, Jerry. I mean, if, if you're starting to do TikTok. Do my dances that my daughter dances, taught me? Yeah, in the middle of the office kitchen and the boss walks by. That's probably annoying. Here's one. And Matt Bear, are you listening? Again, in a recent survey, 3,500 people were asked about their biggest office pet peeves. Office vapors. <laughs> Matt, I'm sorry if you're offended by this, but vaping has become very popular. But it can also be an annoyance in the workplace. The issue isn't necessarily the health risks but the with the secondhand smoke, but rather sometimes the unpleasant scents that emanate from vaping devices. Nobody ever sees me. <laughs> Nobody ever sees me vaping. They never smell my vape, I guarantee. It's like I never do it. What's the uh, what's the current flavor? Uh, well, I got to be in you have multiple vapes, I know. So what are the current flavors in the multiple vapes that are at your disposal right now? Well, in the old uh, sour and green here, um, <laughs> I happen to have <laughs> custard monster. It's a uh, strawberry oh. banana. Oh my goodness. It's a lot of information, right? What's in the other one? Uh, in uh, sunburnt orange, um, <laughs> I happen to have uh, 48 milligrams of butterscotch. Ah, yeah, delicious. Oh, man, you mix them together, it's heaven. Just nirvana. Jerry, do you, do you, you're not a vape? I'm not, not a, a vapor, vape but you know, have a couple of things it? I want to add to annoying things your coworkers do. Yeah. One, tell me they're vegan. You can do that without telling me. Also on that list is doing CrossFit. You can also do that without telling me. It's funny you say that. One of the things on this, this must be like a Gen Zer survey. One of the annoying things that was on this list was cold water swimmers. Oh, like ice for, for, Yeah, like you're brave enough to start your day with a dip in icy water or take a cold shower. Yeah, I don't need it's to hear like about it. It's like an impressive feat. I don't need to hear about it. But you're, 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 you're bragging about it every day in the yeah. office. Shut up. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. Looks like dozens of uh, Jeffrey Epstein's high-profile friends and associates are in for kind of a surprise as the new year befalls upon us. They were... um, they're going to be named in court documents set to be released at the first days uh, coming here of 2024. Jeffrey Epstein, of course, um, some sort of financier. He had pedophile island where he would bring tons of his billionaire buddies and provide young girls for their enjoyment, for their abuse. Um, and the, it seems like the only people that were ever ever punished in this was Jeffrey Epstein, who was suicided in jail. Yep. Um, and uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, his right-hand gal that would procure the the young talent. She would, you know, she would pretend to be their friends, groom them. Yep. She got her own helicopter's license to fly back and forth from America to Epstein Island because the pilots were starting to get a little suspicious. So... A judge is unsealed in full next to the names of 177 John Doe's, who are Epstein's friends, recruiters, victims, and others whose names will be revealed when the material is released within the coming weeks. The material related to all to, uh, there's some defamation case brought by uh, Prince Andrew's accuser, 
Her name's Virginia Roberts in New York against Epstein's uh, Madam Ghislaine Maxwell. So this this whole thing could could, could I, I never understood why they sealed it in the first place. After all was said and done, and um, Ghislaine Maxwell was sentenced to jail, the prosecution sealed the names. So the only people that are being held accountable here was Epstein, who's dead, and Ghislaine Maxwell. Well, who were the, who were the clients? Yep. Who were these billionaires? Who and they said, these? what, they had hundreds of thousands? I mean, Epstein kept records of all this stuff, so there's hundreds of thousands of hours of people on video doing various things, illegal and legal, whatever you want to call it. But they're coming after us for $600 on Venmo, and you still haven't gone after one person on the Epstein fly list? It's uh, going to be interesting. Do you think it's going to happen? I'll believe though? it when I see it. Nice. Yeah, you'll believe it I'll when believe you see it. I'll believe it when I see it. This is going to be fought tooth and nail. Judge Loretta Presca wrote, unsealed in full, next to the names of those John Doe's who are all Epstein's buddies. That should happen in the uh, first few days of 2024. We'll keep you an update on that. Now an update on a controversial tweet from a former NFL football player who played a little game yesterday called Is It Racist, if you remember. Richard Mendenhall, uh, stud running back for the Steelers back in the day. I think he... Retired like 2013. Yeah, 2013 or something like that. He's kind of surly. Had a grudge against his team. Didn't like his old quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, very, very much. And yesterday went on some sort of strange racial rant. Quote, I'm sick of average white guys commenting on football. Y'all not even good at football. Can we please replace the Pro Bowl with an all-black versus all-white bowl so these cats could stop trying to teach me who's good at football? I'm better than your goat. Not clear who he was referring to there. I mean, if he's referring to the white goat, that'd be Tom Brady. And Richard Mendenhall is not better than Tom Brady. <laughs> or maybe he was referring to Ben Roethlisberger. Could be. he was his teammate for a number of years. And then there were some players like... You know, J.J. Watts, this white defensive player, just an absolute beast, played for the Texans, um, wrote, we, you know, when we're referring to the the all-black versus all-white Pro Bowl, quote, we'd get cooked at corner, not going to lie. Nobody on our squad's covering Tyreek. I'm assuming he's... Well, nobody Tyreke. on either squad could cover Tyreek. <laughs> I'm assuming that he's he talking about like, like the white, wide receiver for the Dolphins, right? Yeah, he runs like a 4-2-40. Nobody's covering him. <clears throat> well, look, so the update is... We we have to feel sorry for Richard. No, we don't. No, we don't. Richard Mendenhall. By the way, you did deem the tweet racist last night. I did. I, I deferred to the... And then I went home and I wrote him, too. I wrote him back on what his What did tweet. you write? So, uh, he wrote, simply tired of being berated by people who aren't experts in the game. We And this is a response to the backlash he got from yeah. the racist tweet. Uh, we just pretend like I'm the only athlete tired of fans talking trash. You diss upset over a single tweet? What about us? Like me or not, I'm a great in football. This proves my point. You can't speak on ball alone. So I just wrote him back, and I put in quotes. <laughs> at, at, Engl- at Indy Spanglish yeah, wrote yeah. back. I, I wrote him back. I put in quotes, I'm a great in football. Pfft, you're not even in the Hall of Good. <laughs> With his six years that he's played. Now, in Rashard Mendehal's uh, defense, he is the 209th uh, leading rusher in NFL history. Number 208 is Steve Young, Nigel. So, <laughs> Steve, Young, Steve Young has more rushing yards than Richard Mendenhall. 
Okay, maybe I maybe I over exaggerated when I said he was a stud. Jonathan back. Taylor is number two hundred six, and he's only been in the league for a couple of years. Okay, and how was that tweet received when you uh, put it out? Well, it's gotten more likes than Richard Mendenhall's original tweet, <laughs> and people are going after him. They're saying you're not even in the Hall of Decent. You're not even in the Hall of Mid. CTE is real. A bunch of different things. So anyway, he wants us to feel sorry for him now. Put this out there either today or tomorrow. Uh, either today or, or yesterday. Simply tired of being berated by people who aren't experts in the game. We just pretend like I'm the only athlete tired of fans talking trash. You disupset over a single tweet? What about us? Like me or not, I'm, a gr- I'm, I'm great in football. This proves my point. You can't speak on ball alone. Is that what you just read? Yeah, on ball that, alone, is he's that, not is that, that Is that what you just but read? I'm saying now? on ball alone, he's not that great. Uh, okay. Um... And you're right. The the response, um, like Bobby Burrock, friend of the show, writes for OutKick. Also, if you're mad at people who aren't experts in the game, why did you direct your tweet at white people? Are all experts black? (laughs) Do white people not understand the game? It seems you were mad that a white person caused you to fumble in the Super Bowl and can't get over it. You posted a racist tweet, but you are the victim. And then... And then I saw an interesting perspective from somebody who who was was been in, was in the game for a long time. Pat McAfee, longtime punter for the Colts, incredibly successful uh, broadcaster now, uh, works for ESPN. He he took a podcast and just I mean he's worth hundreds of millions yep. of dollars now, and uh, he's based out of Indianapolis. He they were talking about it on his show yesterday. Uh, listen to how he kind of positions. Um, looking at it from Rashard Mendenhall's perspective, looking at it from an NFL player's perspective in the locker room, and then and then they they start to discuss, uh, you know, who's going to go to who, who's yeah, who, <laughs> what what's what problems are the all black Pro yeah. Bowl teams going to have at what positions? So Rashard Mendenhall putting that tweet out is a hilarious like moment and glimpse into a locker room. And that's why you see JJ kind of quote tweeted. Mm-hmm. You see a lot of ex-NFL guys, ah, like this is uh, this is standard operating procedure, I think. With that being said, <laughs> the Whites got the running back market. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> okay. Christian yeah, McCaffrey. Don't break it through. going to be tough. Got I need some wide outs to play corner. We need a long yeah. snapper. Long snapper's <laughs> going to be tough. Need a long snapper. Mm-hmm. Like they look like kicker. Right? Kicker is what we were talking about too. Yeah, that's something. There, I don't think there is right now in the NFL a black kicker. So that, and that's the first thing you yeah. said yesterday. Who's going to kick when we were talking about this? So that's the update on the controversial racial tweet from a former NFL running back, Richard Mendenhall. It's a Hammer and Nigel show. Life is full of things to manage: your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta. Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Nigel show 
Uh, Jerry Lopez filling in for Hammer. My name is Nigel. We know that Tucker Carlson was uh, fired from Fox News earlier this year in April. He's uh, got his own network now. Just debuted, I believe, earlier this week. Uh, my wife, God bless her, she uh, she got it for me for Christmas. It's a sub- subscription service. Okay, with Tucker. So all his interviews, all his that speeches. Tucker Carlson Network or something like that. Yes, uh, Tucker Carlson Uncensored. Okay. Uh, Tucker Carl. What, what is TCN? Uh, Tucker Carlson Network, the new streaming platform. Home to all ex- his exclusive interviews, new content, documentaries, movies, stuff like that. Is that new all on video, X, all on X, all on. No, it's all TuckerCarlson.com. Okay. Um, so I don't know how much, how many of those interviews he's going to continue to put on X now that he's got a subscription service. And my wife knows how much I loved Tucker and I, how despondent I was after he was fired because I didn't really have a nightly routine anymore. <laughs> I was like Pablo Escobar meme and <laughs> just in narcos. I was sitting by, by myself. I would take <laughs> long walks around the neighborhood by just, you know, whistling to myself with tumbleweeds in the background. And so, God bless my wife. She she got me a membership. <clears throat> excuse me, to TuckerCarlson.com, but she used my email. Welcome to uh, yeah yeah. So I get an email, all of a sudden pops up. Welcome to TuckerCarlson.com. I'm like, I didn't sign up for this. And so I had to call her. I go, Hey babe, what's the password? She goes, You weren't supposed to find out about that. So I've been watching it here and there. It's it's pretty good, and it's 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 definitely worth it if you if you're a fan of his. And and I'm more of a. Tucker hot take guy than yeah. I am an interview guy, but I do love his interviews. Like I think he, he gives the best monologues I've ever seen. Incredible monologues. Look to him. Look forward to him every night. One of the interviews he does is with John Daly, the golfer, along with Kid Rock. So I still got to I, I still got to watch that. Um, he was at so Tucker was at this is kind of this is just kind of out of left field, and I wanted to get your take on it. Uh, I thought it was interesting. He was speaking at a Turning Point USA conference last night. Got hit with sort of a curveball question about religion and politics. I thought his, I thought his, inter, his answer was interesting. I'm not going to play the whole thing, and I had to cut some of it out. But listen, this little kid asks ask the question, and what you don't hear is him kind of laughing at first, and like, yeah, I don't know what you mean by that. But then he kind of turns it into a, a serious answer. Would you fully support a theocratical government structure based on the teachings of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? I mean, don't even get me going. Um, I, I left the church that I grew up in over this question. Christianity has to stand distinct from politics. Because when Christianity mingles with politics, Christianity dies. And I've seen it. And watching these churches, many of which I support because, spoiler I'm a Christian, start pushing the vax at the demand of the CDC and others and the propaganda campaigns that individual churches, conservative evangelical churches, inflicted on their parishioners, telling them that Jesus would want them to take this vax, which was not tested longitudinally. I was so offended that I left. And I'm not attacking those churches. I'm sure they're nice people and I think they're sincere believers. But the point is, when you mingle with people who are corrupt, unless you overwhelm them with the truth... If you're even a little bit impressed by their earthly power, even a little bit impressed, you will be corrupted. Interesting comments. I mean, I agree right? completely. I mean, I, I don't I don't want my politics in my church 
intersecting yeah. at all. One thing I did disagree with was there. I think he said, I think he said something about you know you get the politics of the church involved. Christianity is going to die. Christianity is not going to no. die. Christianity is not going anywhere. But the the church, I believe, is what he was talking about there. I'm starting to <clears throat> I'm starting to get a little warm under the collar. Starting to like get get a little Uh-oh. like a frog in my throat Uh-oh. sort of thing, and it's like it's like I'm trying to ignore it, but it's 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 like it it might be the gun guy and Jerry Lopez showed him. Might have got that election variant. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be fine. Hey, I'll when be you fine. go home, you see a mail out uh, a mail in ballot yeah. in your box. You tested positive. Um, but I am starting to feel just a, you know how you get you know what I'm talking about you get that little thing in the back of your throat that little scratch and you're a little again hot under the collar and and I'm just like I'm one of those guys that that is is you know if I get a cold I, I, it's a man cold for sure my wife just rolls her eyes uh, but COVID is going around higher rates across the country Pennsylvania there's a school district that went to virtual learning amid uh, an illness outbreak. Now, this was mainly the flu in Pennsylvania. It only shut down for a couple of days, and they're going into the holiday break anyway, but like 30 to 80 students went to the nurse in one day. Like 80, 80 students went to the nurse, 30 went home. And I thought the parents blaming the school attendance policy for spreading the sickness was very interesting um, because... Like it's 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 kind of that way where my kid in the district where my kids go to school they're very like we've received um, letters from the state and you're saying if you miss ten days you fail automatically you miss something, something like that yeah it goes to child protective services or something like that um, one of the parents said on the message boards there in Pennsylvania where they were going to virtual quote the school districts need to stop threatening parents with truancy charges for keeping our sick kids home. Maybe then they wouldn't be closing the school down because parents are forced to send their sick children back to school. Think about that for a second. They were telling their kids to stay home from school no matter what for, uh, I think we were lucky here in Indiana, just, you know, for the spring and summer. My kids were back in school wearing stupid cloth masks in August. But they were telling you, and then the contact tracing rules, right. if you stood next to a kid who whose mom tested positive yeah. for COVID, then uh, you, you're out of here. You got to go, you know, the seven-day quarantine. Yeah. And, and now these school districts do have these very strict uh, policies when it comes to kids and, how, and their attendance at schools. And I'm like, look, if my kid has a cough or is, is uh, he was out uh, a couple different times for strep throat around this time last year, and that's when we got the letter, because we did take him out a day sure. or two for a vacation. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> for a vacation. If, I mean, I think they have a point, right? You know, you, you, they wouldn't be closing the school down because parents are forced to send their sick kids to school. I mean, they have a great point. I also think that the schools are really nervous right now because parents have two years of homeschool under their belt. And they're starting to realize that if the school is teaching CRT, if the school is teaching pronouns, if yeah. school is teaching the leftist ideology, then maybe I'm just better off doing this at home. And schools will lose funding, so they need you to bring your butt back to school. Very interesting. Coming up next, news from uh, your um, your homeland. Your homeland is the United States of America. You have family that immigrated here from Cuba. Yep. Shenanigans involved with Cuba. Big and, surprise. Uh, the 2020 election. We'll talk about that next. 
Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it! Jerry Lopez in for Hammer. My name is Nigel. It's been a huge topic on our show this week. The one that needs... It's one of the most important topics... Uh, that this country is facing right now, that's Biden's border crisis. 12,600 illegal immigrants encountered at the southern border over the past 24 hours. That's the highest single day total ever, Jerry. I, I, I think these people, these poor people, I mean, a lot of them, when I say poor people, I mean, there are a lot of families. There's there's men, women, and children that are, that are being lied to, that are being taken advantage of, that are being trafficked. Um, on one hand, you have Joe Biden and Kamala Harris saying, don't come, don't come. But on the other hand, they're saying, well, we've got this asylum app that will get you through. We're going to process you through. And then four years later, you're going to have a court hearing. Yeah, here's your cell phone, too, so we can download here, here, the app. Here's your cell phone. Here's um, you know, your stipend. You're going to go stay in a hotel room somewhere in America. And four years later, I think the goal for the Democrats is these people are here permanently. I bet they want to do some kind of amnesty here in the next couple years. Let them all come in, then we just give amnesty. But it's like, it's even these Democrat mayors that once bragged about being a sanctuary city, like Mayor Adams, for example, there in New York City, he's now blaming Joe Biden um, for the crisis at the border. One of the very few Democrats in power that I've seen actually blaming Joe Biden for rolling back uh, Title 42, ending the Remain in Mexico policy. That's This is all happening as a direct result of that. 12,600 uh, illegals in a day, the highest single day total ever. And it, it, uh, the craziest part of this whole thing is, is uh, Mayor Adams and Mayor Johnson out of Chicago both campaigned on being sanctuary cities, a place for illegals to come and live and whatever. And now that they've gotten that, they are fighting back tooth and nail about this is not what they want. And my issue with the whole thing is it was cute until it showed up to your doorstep. So why is it okay for for Texas to have to deal with this? But you don't. I believe certain radical left-wing Democrats, like the one in Chicago that's running Chicago, he's a he's a crazy man. Yeah. Um, people like AOC, I do believe, you know, they give the, the appearance that they're complaining about an influx of illegal immigration into this country, into their specific cities. I believe the issue is not with the immigrants, but I believe their issue is with how they're processed. 100%. We need to get these people processed. Yeah instantaneously get them work permits get them driver's licenses get them uh, get them a you know on some paper vote. some kind yes. of paper get them processed and so the problem is they're not upset that they're overtaking Chicago, New York um boy I'm watching this footage in Lukeville, Arizona. Carrie Lake just tweeted this out. When a man flees war, he takes his family with him. When he heads to war, he leaves his family behind. There's not one single woman or child in this video yeah. that's been captured here in Lukeville, Arizona. It is all these people getting onto this bus that are all military, military-aged men. And that's, that's called invasion. That is absolutely called invasion, and we don't know how many how many of these gotaways, how many people are actually here for nefarious purposes. Of course, I do believe that there's. I wake up on my knees every day, thank God above that I live in this country, and then I don't have to make a decision to whether or not to give uh, a cartel five thousand dollars so I can go make a better life for me uh, in another country. Which, by the way, economic asylum that is not a that is not a reason reason for asylum. It, it, isn't it? Isn't it interesting, Nigel? That if you listen to 
our media. All they do is talk about how bad our country is. But every day, yesterday, 12,600 people decided to leave everything they have behind to come to this country. In, to walk to this country. To walk. In the desert, through the water, to walk here for opportunities that the left takes for granted every single but, day. But asylum is for political oppression. It's North for, Korea for, people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not even It's not for, to come over here and work. It's, it's not economic. It's not even your corruption. It's not yep. even if your company, uh, your your country is is corrupt. So the the and we had uh, who who do we have on? There here? should be no asylum for 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 Mexican immigrants the, because they're not fleeing. Unless you want to okay. say some big cartel thing, but I don't think that qualifies. Kirsten Cinema, independent senator um, from Arizona, said the asylum laws are being abused yep. in this country. Here is. Uh, Fox News' Bill Malugin, who's been covering this crisis at the border from the very beginning, How, whenever that started, I mean, as soon as Joe Biden took office, here he is uh, on Fox News. And the numbers just keep getting worse. Those 12,600 encounters you mentioned, that is the highest single-day total ever recorded, beating the previous record just a couple of weeks ago. And Eagle Pass is just getting completely overrun. Take a look at this video. Uh, a contact on the ground there sent us last night thousands upon thousands of migrants camped out waiting uh, to be processed by Border Patrol. I can tell you, I've spent hundreds of days in Eagle Pass over the last couple of years. I've never seen the situation that bad there. Uh, and it is still going on this morning. Take a live look at our Fox News drone over Eagle Pass right now. You can see masses of migrants still camped out there waiting for Border Patrol uh, to take custody of... Meanwhile, Republican Texas Governor Greg Abbott yesterday approved sweeping new powers that would allow police to arrest migrants who illegally cross the U.S. border and give local judges the authority to order them to leave the country. And, and of course, there's a huge liberal backlash on that. Just like, you know, the the what is that thing across the Rio Grande, that barbed wire fence? Hey, that was kind of B- nasty, though. You see the you see the floating thing they <laughs> Yeah, but it was working. Uh, nobody wants to cross where there's floaties and, Absolutely and not. spinning saws in the middle. But but he, Governor Abbott, with I, I'm not sure, he, I don't know where he has the data to back this up, but he the predicted number of people crossing illegally into Texas would drop well over 50 to 75% if this bill was allowed to start. I believe in March is when it's scheduled to kick in. Of course, there's federal, you know, Biden's going to get involved in this. There's federal immigration laws that supersede state immigration laws. But my question is, does the Biden administration really want to challenge Texas on this? I mean, his poll numbers are just abysmal and illegal immigration is a huge reason. Yeah, it's probably the number one thing right now in most people's minds is immigration and inflation, 1A and 1B. Um, I did want to ask you about you. I mean, look, I mean, I bet some of this hits home for you. Does it hit home for your mom? And I mean, who, sometimes, sometimes. And she's been here so long, right? My mom came here in 1980. From Cuba? Yeah, yeah. Legally? Yeah, she was on the Mario boat lift. Yeah, so it's a Jimmy Carter program where they did some deal and they let like 500,000 political refugees leave Cuba. My parents were two of those, sponsored out of a church uh, here in Indianapolis. My parents went to Miami where they all did, then they got uh, relocated here. Yes. And so do you feel like when you see, you know, 12,600 people amassing at Eagle Pass on that border, uh, certainly I think I I feel sympathy and empathy 
for them, and as you, as the first generation American, probably do too. Yeah, I mean, I I, I completely sympathize with the the plight of people who want to come here and deserve the opportunity to work hard and live the American dream. I think that first generation immigrants will save this country because they still believe in the American oh, yeah. dream, right? But. What the left doesn't tell you is that illegal immigrants are the most um, attacked people, right? You can't call the police. They're dangerous. I can come to I'm you. Not I saying, can, I'm not saying they're in danger. They're in danger. Yes. More than they're dangerous, they're in danger. If you're pro-humanitarian, these people need to be on paper and accounted for. And you're talking about human trafficking. You're trying, talking about You can't abuse. call the cops, Nige. If you're an illegal immigrant and I rob you and, and hurt your family yeah. and steal your daughter, who are you going to call? Nobody, because you're scared. The Cuban government conducted influence operations in the United States, quote, aimed at denigrating specific U.S. candidates in Florida during the 2022 midterm elections. This is from a uh, U.S. intelligence report published last night. Um, I mean, is the government of Cuba... This is old news. This is old news. This is... Look, when you're talking about... Havana is essentially... Uh, America's Cuba, right? It's where all the Cubans are at down in Miami. Uh, same place, Hialeah, where Trump had the rally and sure. it was full of Cubans, yeah. right? But Marco Rubio, people like that get attacked by the Cuban administration because of their stance on Cuba. So it benefits Cuba to not have some of these people in power because they're going to be hardliners, a.k.a. No, we're not going to give any money to the Cuban regime and that they don't necessarily. But it's like just that. this report is 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 crazy. It's um, it was released by the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, said that Cuban officials worked to build relationships with members of American media. Mm hmm who held critical views of Havana's critics in Congress, and that a network of social media accounts almost certainly covertly tied to Cuba. So you're saying Cuban officials were directly attacking Florida uh, congressmen in the the midterm elections. Now, if if Cuba's a communist-slash-socialist country, what candidates do you think they would support? <laughs> right? They're not working with they're scratcher. not working with Republicans. What can you can people fly can, we can visit Cuba now. So I don't we? know if you can now. I know you used to be able to. We could go whenever we wanted to because I was in the service I couldn't go for so many years, but my mom could always go like every so many years if she wanted to cuz she has immediate family there. We weren't caught up in the the little But it, you can't as an American tourist. Can Most people go f- to Mexico. <laughs> you go to Mexico and then right. you go to Cuba. Okay, I- interesting. Very interesting. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Emma and Nigel presents. Is. It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. Is this 
anything. All right, let's rock and roll. Yeah, Jerry Lopez knows how to play Is This Anything. You're a veteran right now, right? I'm a vet at this game. Okay, let's start with uh, actor Alec Baldwin, berated by anti-Israel, pro-Hamas protesters last night after hundreds of these lunatics flooded into Penn Station and Grand Central Station during this this fiery demonstration where they told Israel to, quote, go to hell. So I'm going to play this audio here. And it, it, you can barely hear Alec Baldwin. When he was asked if he condemned Israel, he replied, no, I support peace for Gaza. You ask stupid questions. Ask me a smart question and I'll answer your question. And he's surrounded by police officers. It looks like he's trying to get into his apartment building or something. Here's the audio. You you can't answer the simple question. Do you condemn Israel? I support peace for Gaza. You what? Peace for Gaza. Do you condemn Israel? No, no, I'm not answering your question. Go f*** yourself then. Yeah, you got to give me your answer then. You gave me your answer then. I don't know. That audio enrages me. What do you think? What's your first thoughts? Here? I think people are just tired of it. We are exhausted with constant protests about something and the way that these people are approaching people on the root, uh, on the street. Yes. I reckon we get you punched in the face if you meet the wrong person. Well, it's interesting. There's a couple aspects here. Alec Baldwin is a tough guy when it's a paparazzi and a camera in his face. Yep. Or his daughter. Or exactly leaving voicemails yep. for his daughter. But it's when a, a bunch of lunatic uh, anti-Israel pro-Hamas protesters are shouting you down. It's it's quite a different story. Uh, I don't care if Alec Baldwin. Uh, so, so here's my thing: was he? What did you think of his response? No, I support. You know, he asked to condemn Israel. I mean, he was no, a, I support yeah. peace for Gaza. He took the easy way out of that. I mean, you could have mm-hmm. just. But I, but screw those guys that were in his face yelling at him. What what in the world does he owe them? And what if he would have said yes? What are they going to do? Say okay, cool, and then walk away? No, they weren't there for that. They were, they were there to not badger. there for that. They were talking about his washed-up career. I don't owe anybody any explanation and any opinion. Now, if that were me, and I had all those police surrounding me, screw you, I'm pro-Israel, anti-Hamas. Hamas needs to be wiped off the yep. face of the map and release the hostages. I call for all hostages. Oh, you're released. here for a hot take? I got a hot take for you, and just lay it on them. Yeah, uh, Alec Baldwin didn't do that. I don't think he could do that. I think the police officers, you watch the audio, they were they were protecting him. And I think they were when he, when when Alec did start to talk to them, the police officers were like, "Look, just let's let's move along, let's get out of here." But you know, again, screw you. Get him, get out of my face with your phone. It doesn't matter to you one way or the other what I believe or don't believe. I don't owe you any any explanation. And that's the kind of thing that that right there just kind of set me off. And I don't, I don't like Alec Baldwin. Right. I, I think he's an a hole. And I think uh, he probably should do some time for what happened on the on the set of that movie. Definitely. All right. How about this? People in Louisville, uh, Louisville, Texas, can now get groceries dropped on their front steps. Walmart has expanded its free drone delivery service. Customers use the Wing Delivery app to select their items. They get loaded onto uh, some sort of cable and are delivered in 30 minutes or less. Here is a lady 
uh, describing her first. And we don't have to listen to this whole thing. So, but but this lady is kind of describing her first Walmart drone delivery in real time. We are outside waiting on our Walmart drone delivery. How freaking extra! And here it comes. My son thought it was a plane. It is a rather large drone. It's about to stop and start lowering down. The Walmart that we ordered this from was maybe a 10-minute drive, and from time of ordering to time of delivery took maybe 10 to 15 minutes, so it is super quick. This is honestly just the epitome of laziness. <laughs> but if you think about it, if I drove to Walmart, had to drive back, that's 20 minutes, and then the time in the store. So it does save a little bit of time. Okay, but you, can, you, can, you can stop it. You saw the video. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's like a drone that you would buy. Uh, at a professional store or something like that. And then it drops like this little tether and it drops her bag on the ground then it just goes back up and flies away. But what good is it, uh, first of all, is this anything or not? I mean, it's... It's lazy. It's. I mean, it can only hold three pounds. I don't. Yeah, I don't understand the usefulness. Of you know that. where this be useful to pick up your neighbor's dog poop and drop it back off on their porch when they yeah. don't pick up after their dog. So I'm yes. here for that. Yes, but it's it's the drone technology has been around for a long time. It's not like this is you know a General Atomics MQ1 Predator. Right. This is. This is something that I'm sure coordinates are typed in. I don't think there's uh, anybody in a room. Operating, you know, physically operating the controls of this drone. Again, it's a drone with a head like, had several uh, propellers on it and things like that. But are you ready for, are you ready for drone, front door no. drone service? No, I'm I good with, I'm good I'm with DoorDash. I'm going DoorDash. All I don't, right, yeah. I don't need DroneDash. But Walmart is saying, man, this thing could no. easily land a uh, uh, package of eggs and not have a single one crack. That's cool. So. Can they just get my whole delivery right? I'll settle for <laughs> yeah. that. It's the Hammer and Nigel show. Show. So does, did CNN, did they demote Jim Acosta? I'm sitting here with my uh, I'm not pal. sure, but he gets eaten up every time he opens his yeah, mouth. Yeah, that's, that's Jerry Lopez. He's uh, You can find him at Indy Spanglish on X. He is filling in for Hammer. He's got like one show a week on CNN, like on the weekends or something, right? I could have that wrong. I'm not saying he does. He probably makes a million dollars still, but he was on CNN every single day during the Trump administration, doing everything he could to perpetuate uh, fake Russian collusion, uh, doing everything he could to uh, denigrate Donald Trump. And I mean, he, I mean, he was a grand. If you remember, he was Jim Acosta, this grandstanding boob during these press conferences, yep. who would disguise a monologue as as a question and would fight back and forth with Donald Trump. Donald Trump would never break down. I was fascinated with those pre- with those COVID press conferences back. I was addicted to them, by the way. So anyway, I guess Jim Acosta's got some low rated show on CNN once a week. And from his his oh-so-cozy D.C. studio, he is flummoxed. He can't understand that Americans are, are kind of sour on the Biden economy. And he's talking to this Democrat pollster, right? Like, <laughs> this pollster saying, look, in the last six months, there's been a decline in disposable income. Get out of the bubble. Here's a little bit more from that question I have, though, is is inflation is cooling. I mean, if you look at gas prices, they're going down. They're He's around bath. three bucks a gallon. People aren't feeling that enough just yet. 
What matters is how many months people have been struggling to deal with inflation. And each month they get madder and madder about it, as long as their, their wages are trailing prices. And so they're still, grumpy right now. They're still three. Look, got out of the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> they are three. It's three percent higher it than it was yeah. uh, when Biden came in. And in the last in the last six months, uh, there has been a decline in disposable income. Uh, did you hear what this Democratic pollster was saying to CNN? Jim, Jim Acosta, get out of the bubble. I mean, it's true, though. And then he mocked him. I mean, he mocked people that are having trouble. Wait, wait, they're grumpy. People, yeah, they're grumpy. They're grumpy right now. They're grumpy. Meanwhile, Bidenomics, hard at work, boy. 62% of adults say they are living paycheck to paycheck, according to this new report, Lending Club report. Households that are stretched too thin, also more likely to have a, you know, a revolving credit card debt. And, and feel financial distress. All, all this all coming out of the report. All this is not a surprise. But yet, Jim Acosta can't understand. Wait, 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 wait. Inflation's coming down. He's acting like inflation is 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 in a free fall. Which, which when are you going to learn? Inflation might be cooling, but households are still feeling squeezed. They're inching. It's like inflation's inching downward. But that doesn't matter to middle class people. It doesn't matter to lower income Americans. Again, not me saying it. This is CNBC's economics guy, Steve Leisman. I think what we're learning in economics from this whole process here, Sarah, and I think uh, you've, you've been on top of this as well, is the notion that the rate of inflation from a public opinion standpoint is much less important than the price level. Until things start going back down, people are not going to feel as if things are right in the world. And even if you're getting paid more, if you're spending more and getting less, as we quote one of our posters saying in our in our story online, um, it's, it, it just sort of wears you out over time and And that's why this new york times poll this new poll showing trump leading biden with young voters it's it's obvious what's going on here and and new york times seems to be uh surprised by this and they admit they're shocked by trump's 49 to 43 percent lead among voters aged 18 to 29 quote as recently as this summer a poll with Donald J. Trump leading among voters would have been eye-popping. Now, it's increasingly familiar. They need to get their heads out of the sand. They really they really do. And I tell you what, I think, I, I think there are a bunch of young Biden voters that don't like his stance on Israel. Um, and that's why they're they're shying away from him. But that doesn't, you know, when it comes to Donald Trump, Donald Trump is more of an Israel supporter than these young people. They can't afford housing. They can't afford it, exactly. They can't afford rent. They can't afford groceries. I mean, they they like they, they the they like to tell us that inflation was what seven eight percent. You cannot tell me inflation hasn't been a hundred percent. If you've absolutely gone, a package of bacon is like nine dollars now. It was like four bucks. <laughs> I mean. I always use the example of lunch meat. I eat like a lot of lunch meat. I'll pack like um, like a low carb. Here's what I'll do. I'll get like a uh, some cheddar cheese from the deli, and then I'll put some uh, turkey in a, and make it like a little, little yeah. low carb combo and a snack throughout the day. That's what I eat. Fourteen bucks for a pound. It used to be seven. So so when you say you know young people eighteen to twenty nine are thinking about the future, they're thinking about a house. The the average mortgage payment in Biden's America, thirty three hundred dollars, which is up uh, from seventeen hundred dollars 
when Trump left office. That's almost 100%. Exactly. We'll be right back. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Show. Jerry Lopez filling in for Hammer. I'm Nigel. Do you remember the Cash Me Outside girl from Dr. Phil? How about that? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> well, I mean, because this is America and she was able to parlay that scene in Dr. Phil into being one of the worst human beings on earth into a multi million dollar career as some sort of rapper or influencer. I think she's on still. I think she's, she's on OnlyFans. Only is she? Yeah, she. Is there million, a little, she, she. I saw something like where she made like thirty million or something last year. No, something, something obscene. Yeah. No, and I'm I'm assuming the content was obscene too. Oh, yeah. Once she was of age. Let's go back uh, to that fateful episode with the catch me outside girl with Dr. Phil. They never catch me. Ain't nobody gonna catch me. Because you're too streetwise? Yup. And all these hoes laughing like so funny. She's talking about the audience. That they're laughing at her. Did you say the, the, the hoes are laughing? Yep. So the audience are a bunch of hoes? Yep. Get you outside. My favorite part of that was when Dr. Phil goes, did you say the the hose? <laughs> so funny. And so obviously a very troubled teenager. I'm sure there is a bit of, of, of animation there, a bit of playing it up a little bit. So but but she parlayed that into like being a rapper and an influencer. Her real name is Danielle. She called she calls herself bad how do you pronounce it? Bad this? Bobby. Bad Bobby? Yeah. And now, what's even worse? She's having a bad baby. She's having a bad baby of her own. <laughs> Over the weekend, now nah, it was a couple of weekends, it was a couple of weeks ago, she posted a couple of pictures of herself with uh, a bun in the oven. She's, man, she's only 20 years old. She's got a steady boyfriend, and he is apparently the dad. I really, I do weep for this country. I mean, really, this, you know, the Catch Me Outside girl, is what makes this the greatest country yeah. in the world. You never know when your moment's going to come. You got to be ready. <laughs> but this brings us to a segment on the show we like to do from time to time, Jerry, called Deep Thoughts with Dr. Phil. And now, Deep Thoughts with Dr. Phil. You rotten bitch. Deep Thoughts <laughs> with Dr. Phil. That's aggressive. Uh, there should we do should we do another one see if we can get in a little lighter mood here here's another and now deep thoughts with dr phil you want a piece of me bitch deep thoughts <laughs> with dr phil very misogynistic uh edition of deep thoughts with dr phil let's see if we can 
maybe pull away from that just a little bit. One more deep thought from Dr. Phil here. And now, Deep Thoughts with Dr. Phil. You're ugly. You are disgusting. I'm going to kill you. Give me $200. Deep <laughs> Thoughts with Dr. Phil. Play the, play the cash me outside, girl. How about that? I want to hear him say, I want to hear Dr. Phil say, the. did you say the, the hose? They never catch me. Ain't nobody going to catch me. Because you're too streetwise? Yup. And all these hoes laughing like something funny. She's talking about the audience, that they're laughing at her. Did you say the the, the hoes are laughing? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that great? Did, did you say, and occasionally I'll like be around the house by myself. I'll mutter, mutter certain things. And that comes out of my mouth sometimes. Did you, did you just, I'm, I could be getting milk out of the refrigerator. Did you say the, the hoes are laughing? Okay, um, let's see here. No matter what the species, did you see this footage of this lady uh, chasing a moose away after it attacked her dog? This is in Alaska, Anchorage, Alaska. She saw her Yorkie come face to face with the moose. And so this woman did what comes naturally. She used her mom voice to scare away the moose. Um, But then I hear a barking, like really serious barking. Five-pound Pixel had discovered a heavyweight moose on the porch. Pixel's on the deck. He's barking at this moose. So Catherine dropped her groceries and ran through the house, and this happened. And the moose took off after Pixel. So that's when I started yelling at the moose to, you know, hey, hey, hey. Catherine conjured up the mom voice for the moose. And that's when I got the mom voice. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> My question is, what's Joy Behar doing in Anchorage, Alaska? <laughs> let's, all right, let's hear everybody the mom voice. Get ready with your mom voice. The It's, hey, 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 hey! What does she say? say play, play it again. Play, play the end of that again, Allison. Hey, 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 hey! Hey, 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 no! Hey, 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 no! Allison, your turn. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> I went for raspy. <laughs> Jerry? No, I, I had to. I, this is what I say. This is what I say. We're not doing that. My we're, kids will tell you, we're not doing that. Oh, that's how that's you. A, that's the dad. We're not doing that's, that. That's the dad voice. Yeah, we're not doing that. This is very similar to an incident where when the chick used her teacher voice to shoo away a bear. Get down from there. Get down. Get down from there. Right now. Go. 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 You get down from my porch right now. Go. What do you think you're doing on my porch? You get down. Go. How dare you? That lady's addressing a black bear. <laughs> hey. And she was a teacher. I mean, she could have, that sounded like she could have been talking to a, a kid climbing on the desk. So do we have a consensus that one of the most terrifying noises in the world is a woman's voice? <laughs> a woman's oh. voice will scare a bear and a moose. At Indie Spanglish. <laughs> At Indie Spanglish is uh, where you should send your complaints. Please no voice memos. It's terrifying. <laughs> I was watching, um, I was looking at something on social media like, uh, you know, when you're growing up, it's easy to think that everything your family does is normal. But when you go to a friend's house, it's it's a bit of an, uh, a shock. Like, everything is totally different when oh, you have yeah. a sleepover yeah. at your friend's house. Different rules. Uh, so, so, people on social media are talking about the bizarre house rules they experienced when staying at someone else's home when they were a kid. And so, here's some of the best ones. I want you to get in on this. At Hammer and Nigel. Like bizarre stuff, 
like rules that other families had when you would have sleepovers away. <laughs> Someone said they had to take a bath at a friend's house one time and discovered they had a rule where they reused the bath water. No. Apparently, to conserve money and water, there were five kids living in the house. This person uh, says they had to use the water that had already been used once or more, and they're still bothered by it. I'm bothered by the story. To this day, I am too. I would never. I bet that was the first and last sleepover at that house. No kidding. Do you have any? Can you think of anything off the top of your guys' head? Just any? weird stuff? Just weird stuff. You, you, you go. I, I remember my buddy's parents being weird and always thinking they were very old. And like, it's like Mike. But they were my age when I was a kid, right? Like, like my sons and daughters are having sleepovers now. I'm the old guy, but I'm oh, like yeah. I'm in my mid, mid to late forties. But so were my friends' parents back. But I just remember them thinking thinking that they were ancient. I mean, I think it's weird that if I open up your refrigerator and there's actual butter in the butter Tupperware thing, to me that's weird. What do you mean? Well, because usually in my house it's always just leftovers. They're in the butter Tupperware things. Oh yeah, you know I what I mean. The, the, the country <laughs> crockers. Yeah, if my that grandma, is butter. That's weird. To my me. grandma had. Do you leave? Do you leave your butter? In my the, mom. What about your out. actual butter? Actual butter. You leave it out or in? I leave it in. My mom leaves it out. How, you're a psychopath. How yeah, do my you mom leave leaves it out. Yeah, but how do you leave it in? Because if you need to spread it on something on a piece of toast or something, it just well, the toast is tears, one night. The, but it still tears it apart. I guess. No, I, I would leave it out if I were you. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, people on social media talking about the bizarre house rules they experienced when staying at someone else's home when they were a kid. Um, oh, <laughs> one person said they were eating lunch during a day date. It was tomato soup and crackers. They grabbed some crackers and crushed them with their hands over the bowl like any normal human being would. The mom said... Oh, oh, wait, 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 oh, no, no, we don't do that around here. She said they placed the crackers in the soup, then crushed them with the spoon. Is that Richard Mendenhall's house? <laughs> great callback. <laughs> I'm not even sure what that means. But that was a great callback. But I think we're all consensus in this room that if we're crushing crackers into soup, that's, that's, it's, that's it's, you crush them with your hands, right? Yeah, not, yeah. not the, not the spoon. Can we all agree on that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, don't forget IU basketball tonight. Uh, pre-game starts at 5:30. IU uh, versus Moorhead State in Bloomington, Indiana. That's all coming up here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock! So I got a quick update on that uh, male Senate staffer who got fired after... Uh, well, dude got fired after taking another dude to pound town in a Senate hearing room and then videotaped it. It's an X-rated video that got leaked out. And and then you remember, he tried to play the victim, the guy, the, the dude that got fired. He admitted that he had showed poor judgment, but claimed on a, a social media post that he is being victimized over the video, quote, I love my job and would never disrespect my workplace. Any attempts to characterize my actions otherwise are fabricated and I will be exploring what legal options are available to me in these matters. Now, the update here is that the United States Capitol Police, Jerry, have since launched a 
probe. I, I don't know. If <laughs> He's maybe, excited about that. <laughs> maybe a probe is not the right word. Maybe a, they've launched an investigation into potential criminal violations after the video began circulating. So, uh, by the way, Jerry Lopez is filling in for Hammer. Find him at Indy Spanglish. Um, I guess he was a Joe Biden field organizer back in 2020. He appeared in some campaign video with then-candidate Joe Biden. Now, and unbeknownst to Biden, this dude had sort of a tendency to make salacious comments on his now-deleted Venmo account. One post on March 5th, 2020, read, quote, I want Joe Biden to spit in my mouth. Yuck. And follow, you know, you know, think whatever you want about that. I mean, COVID, it was just, I mean, come on. That's just not very COVID safe, right? Other posts around the time show payments with memos claiming they were for strip dancers, a pineapple-shaped sex toy, and sexual favors. So we're learning a little bit about, a little bit more about this guy. He had a proclivity for what I can only assume is exhibitionism. I mean, I, uh, we've seen screenshots of this video. It did happen. I can I, guarantee that Capitol Police... Uh, I are, mean, there's public decency and decency laws. That well, if nothing else, he was he was acting in a way that's unbecoming of a, of a staffer, and I'm sure they're going to get to the bottom of everything that <laughs> he was doing, and I'm sure it's a very hard investigation uh, that will be completing at some point, and they will get to the bottom of exactly okay, what he did. Okay. <laughs> So reporters caught up with the senator, okay, that this guy was working for last night. His name's Ben Cardin. He's he's retiring. He's a Democrat out of Maryland. And boy, this guy was very uncomfortable and did not want to answer any questions whatsoever. These are, these are personnel issues that I won't talk about publicly as to how we have personnel. Did your office book the, the room at the I, time? I don't, I don't know the details. Yeah, how did he get in there? I don't know the details. <laughs> how do you get in there? The back door. <laughs> he used the back door of the staffing agency. Stop it. You're going to make me throw <laughs> up. Not, not because it's gross because I'm laughing so hard. Oh, stop it. Yeah, how do you get in there? Obviously. Did you guys, do, yeah, I was wondering, like, do you have to reserve the room? I mean, or can you just pop in and, and do whatever? Well, I think somebody just popped <laughs> in the back door and did whatever. Stop it. Stop just, it. Uh, okay, so more with the Senator Cardin, Ben Cardin out of Maryland. Um, the, the, the people, the reporters wanted to know if this guy that he had to fire exhibited any unusual behavior. Did he exhibit any unusual behavior while he was working in the office? That would not be the right one. I, I, Do you know him very well? Or? I, I would have to ask. Uh, the, the, these are personnel issues, and uh, I would not be the right person. I, I'm not going to get into personnel issues. Well, I mean, unless you consider wearing assless chaps and ball gags every day to the, <laughs> to the meetings. No, nothing unusual about this guy whatsoever. Uh, next issue, next topic at hand is one we've been discussing about this issue. I think there are criminal charges co- uh, coming, and I uh, they asked him about, they asked the senator about this. Do you think there will be criminal charges, Press? I'm not going to get into the personal investigation. But, do, but your, your office is what, cooperating with the Capitol Police on this? 
And have they contacted you to look I, into this? They haven't contacted me, uh, uh, but I, I'd have to check to see if someone in my office was contacted. Uh, finally, uh, he was asked, Ben Cardin, a Democrat, this was the guy who had to fire his staffer for the X-rated filming in the Senate hearing room. Is the video legitimate? The video is, is, it, is that some, that looks like a legit video, right? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to get into that because it's not. That's something to be investigated. This guy wanted nothing to do with it, and I guarantee he is glad he's retiring at the end of the. I second. just want to ask him, sir, how many times have you washed your hands in the past week? They, I mean, you need to do a full spray down of that entire room, right? I mean, hazmat suits, fogging. To do that at work, then to film it, then one of those two people involved release that tape to somebody. Yeah, that's crazy. But Biden's bringing decency back to the White House, isn't he? Well, we need to, unless they change the definition of the word decency in the past year. I mean, what, the, the trans influencer that flashed his breasts at the White House picnic? The, yeah. the baggie of cocaine in the White House, uh, the Navy enlisting drag queen influencers to recruit more sailors. Um, it's just I, I think the list goes on and on about the 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 decency that Joe Biden's yeah. brought back to the White House. A couple of uh, polls I want to mention here real quick. Jerry Lopez filling in for Hammer. I'm Nigel. They did do this poll. I got the results from the um, the, the Turning Point Action Conference that was uh, over the past couple of days, and they kind of did their own poll. If the Republican primary caucus for the presidential nomination was held today, for whom would you vote? 83% Trump, of course. Turning Point uh, Turning Point Action, by the way, is just like a, a young sort of Republican, young conservative group yep. that has chapters all over all over the country. We played audio earlier of Tucker Carlson speaking. Uh, so, of course, they did their own poll. Donald Trump should be the, uh, you know, 83% said he should be the nominee. What's interesting is Tucker Carlson was the first choice for vice president. At 35%. Now, he just launched his own internet subscription network. So I don't know. I don't know if he's, you know, sort of available for that. uh, I'm sure he'd show up. Position. Maybe he'd consider it. But this New York Times poll was pretty stunning, and it even shocked the New York Times. And you could tell by the writing here. The New York Times poll shows Trump leading Biden with young voters. And even the New York Times admits it's kind of shocked by Trump's 49 to 43% lead among voters aged 18 to 29, Jerry. As recently as this summer, a poll with Donald Trump leading among young voters would have been eye-opening. But now it's increasingly familiar. What do you think? I think they're wrong. I think it's more 60-40 probably. Uh, any any poll that's put out by by a liberal leaning paper, especially the New York Times, is not going to be accurate. But these polls all seem to indicate the same thing when it comes to Donald Trump versus yep. Joe Biden. He'll win. Uh, that you know President Trump is beating Biden every in in every swing state, according to this a new polling by Bloomberg, uh, including other polls released by Real Clear Politics. 
now, what about Trump and his own party for the GOP primary? I mean, we have CBS News polling that says Haley's gaining on Trump in New Hampshire while he continues to dominate in Iowa. So Trump is at 44%, Haley's at 29% in New Hampshire. Gaining. She's coming. That was the big headline. Haley Gaines. Has he ever been below 50% in any (laughs) poll that you've seen? Uh, Well, I mean, that's this poll. Trump at 44%, Haley at 29%. And and DeSantis is where? Below Haley? Uh, Well, in Iowa, Trump is 50. Yes. DeSantis in in a third. But in Iowa, Trump is 58%. And it's DeSantis next at 22%. Why are we even doing this? Can we just go ahead and vote and get it over with? So, but back to the New York Times poll for just a second. What's going on? You know, leading, let's see, 49 to 43%, Trump leading Biden in voters ages 18 to 29. I'll tell you what it is it's the economy, stupid. I mean, do you know how much Biden's America? Average mortgage payment in Biden's America is $3,322. I can imagine. I could afford that when I was I was 21 years old. I remember I bought my first house when I was 22, 23 years old. Saved up enough. I'd rented for a while. Saved up for a down payment of like 10 grand and had had two roommates. And, and I was still, and it was great. Had a low rate. And I was making a little bit of money off the rent and stuff like that. These days, that ain't happening. And I think young people are waking up to the fact that Joe Biden's economy is, you know, no matter how much they tell you that, inf- well, inflation's coming down. Inflation, aren't you guys paying attention? We played that audio yesterday or, or earlier. Jim Acosta from CNN it was, it was like baffled. He was flummoxed. Yeah. Why, why is, you know, bad polling for Biden? Inflation's coming down. Why is everybody so grumpy? Yeah, he said grumpy. He was mocking people. So, um. <clears throat> Life is full of things to manage your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Meanwhile, corporate mainstream media really having a full-fledged meltdown over what Donald Trump had to say over the weekend regarding what he would do about the open southern border. Millions of illegal immigrants flowing in, and I put together this 30-second montage. Go ahead. Trump under fire. The former president using language that echoes white supremacists and Nazi Germany. On Saturday in New Hampshire, Trump intensified his anti-immigrant statements. Controversial comments about undocumented immigrants. Comments over the weekend attacking immigrants. Ramping up his attacks on immigrants using phrases that have clear ties to white supremacy and Hitler. Ed, a lot of jaws dropped listening to the former president's words over the weekend. Comments the White House called grotesque and that the Biden campaign 
compared to Nazi rhetoric. Yeah, a lot of Nazi talk, a lot of dictator talk. And look, I'm running out of time here because IU uh, pregame starts at 5:30. So what I've done, I have even more of this montage, but I've I've sped it up uh, just a little bit of these various news outlets attacking Trump. The Biden campaign accusing Trump of parroting Adolf Hitler, writing Trump parroted Adolf Hitler, praised Kim Jong Un, and quoted Vladimir Putin while running for president. Trump also called North Korean dictator Kim Jong Un very nice, and he quoted Russian President Vladimir Putin, the former president, also praising dictators, lavishing praise on dictators. But only one of Trump's Republican rivals have blasted him for the remark. He's disgusting. Beyond Chris Christie, though, I haven't seen as much. So that's what Donald Trump is dealing with in corporate mainstream media. Uh, uh, the same stuff we heard uh, in 2020, same stuff we heard in 2016. The talking the, the points dictator, have gone out. The, boy, it's yeah, they have gone out. They certainly have. Meanwhile, Donald Trump facing 91 felony counts in four criminal cases. Um, it, it, President Biden and Special Prosecutor Jack Smith being accused of weaponizing the criminal justice system by Donald Trump's lawyers. Here's CNN's legal analyst. This isn't me saying it, commenting on how deranged prosecutor Jack Smith is accelerating these cases against Trump to get to the election calendar. Go ahead. Agree with me that Smith and Judge Chutkin are acting based on the election schedule. I do agree with you, Michael, and I think any fair-minded observer has to agree with that as well. Just look at Jack Smith's conduct in this case. The motivating principle behind every procedural request he's made has been speed, has been getting this trial in before the election. Let's take a couple examples. The trial date. The average federal conspiracy and fraud trial takes about a year and a half to two years between indictment and trial. In this case, we have dozens, hundreds of January 6th rioters caught on video, straightforward cases. They, too, were given about a year and a half to two years between indictment and trial. Jack Smith originally requested a trial date for Donald Trump, a far more complex case, five months out. He wanted a January trial. It was set for two months later. So Donald Trump is being given far less time to prepare than other defendants. And the actions this week, Jack Smith won an argument on immunity in the district court and then went right to the Supreme Court. The only reason you ask the Supreme Court to do that on an expedited basis is if you're racing against the clock. And Jack Smith clearly is doing that here. Again, that's CNN's senior legal analyst saying those things. They are expediting this trial so he can't uh, make it to the election, which is illegal. And you'll never hear Jack Smith, deranged prosecutor Jack Smith, or the judge or any of the lawyers mentioning the word election. You'll never hear them mention that, but this is what it's really all about. You want to keep them off the ballot. You got the day off tomorrow. I'll be back Thursday. I've got uh, a bunch of stuff lined up for tomorrow, including Tony Kennett and the gun guy, Guy Relford, host of the Gun Guy Show here Saturdays on 93 WIBC. Gun Guy will be filling in tomorrow. We'll be doing our uh, popular Gun Guy segment, Ask the Gun Guy. That's tomorrow on the Hammer and Nigel Show, 3 to 7 on 93 WIBC at WIBC.com.